section of scripture and discuss what it means and how it applies to our lives. It is my hope that God will speak to you through these words and bring you closer to him. I am blessed to have this opportunity to speak with you and I thank you so much for being here with me today. Today's scriptures are longer than usual which will shorten our discussion but God's word is first. We do not have a sponsor this week. Instead I would like to speak to you regarding how Christians should react in stressful, confusing situations. When the world panics and removes their mask of civility, how do we as Christians react? What do we show the world? The world is watching us to see if we can walk the walk that we've been talking when times are tough. We have been very confident in God and in his protection, doing church services, doing Bible study, and so on. But do we continue to point to God as our protection, our source, our rest, and our peace when times are tough and people are panicking all around us? We should, not only for our own good and for our family's good, but for those unsaved people in the world who are watching us. These are the times in which they really watch us to see if our God is real, if he truly is a real foundation for us when times are tough. So how do we do that? How do we show the world that God is real? We do that by reminding ourselves that he is real and by leaning on him. These are the times that we need to focus on him, on his word, and on his spirit within us. Look to God and enjoy his peace. Do you feel far from him today? Here are three verses to remind you of the goodness and the power of God. Psalms 119 verse 165 says, It is an honor for a man to seize from strife, but every fool will be meddling. James chapter 3 verse 16 says, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Keep these three verses in mind as you live your day-to-day life. It is vital that we keep our minds and hearts focused on God. It is also important that we show God in our lives so that we are doing our part to plant the seeds of faith in others, seeds that may help them to turn to God. Today's scripture selection is Micah chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, and verses 9 through 12, as well as Micah chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. The King James Version reads as follows. And I said, Hear, I pray you, O heads of Jacob, and ye princes of the house of Israel, is it not for you to know judgment, who hate the good and love the evil, who pluck off their skin from off them and their flesh from off their bones, who also eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from off them, And they break their bones and chop them in pieces, as for the pot, and as flesh for the cauldron. Hear this, I pray you, 
ye heads of the house of Jacob, and princes of the house of Israel, that abhor judgment, and pervert all equity. They build up Zion with blood, and Jerusalem with iniquity. The heads thereof judge for reward, and the priests thereof teach for hire, and the prophets thereof divine for money. Yet will they lean upon the Lord, and say, Is not the Lord among us? None evil can come upon us. Therefore shall Zion for your sake be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. Wherewith shall I come before the Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath showed me, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God? Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are addressed to leaders and to Christians who are under their leader's influence. In both cases, they know what God expects of them. Micah is talking to God's people who should know better. Let's get right to it. The first section of today's text, Micah chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, reads, And I said, Here I pray you, O heads of Jacob, and ye princes of the house of Israel, is it not for you to know judgment, who hate the good and love the evil? pluck off their skin from off them and their flesh from off their bones who also eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from off them and then break their bones and chop them in pieces as for the pot and as flesh within the cauldron heads and princes do you not know what judgment is or how to exercise it these are rhetorical questions showing that the leaders are not only doing wrong but they should know better they are well aware of what they are doing. This is similar to children doing something that their parents have told them in no uncertain terms not to do. The children understand their parents and what they mean, what their parents mean, but they are also secure in the fact that their parents love them and that they will protect them. This security gives them emotional room to misbehave and disobey their parents. Is this how we treat God, doing what we know is wrong, intending to ask for forgiveness later, safe in the security that God loves us and will save us? Parents require their children to behave and do as they require. Similarly, God requires us to do our best, to not sin and to live justly. The latter part of this scripture uses the imagery of cannibalism. This is symbolic for the leaders using the people for their own purposes rather than seeing them as God's children. 
The second section of today's text, Micah chapter 3, verses 9 through 12, reads, Hear this, I pray you, ye heads of the house of Jacob, and princes of the house of Israel, that abhor judgment, and pervert all equity. They build up Zion with blood, and Jerusalem with iniquity. The heads thereof judge for reward, and the priests thereof teach for hire, and the prophets thereof divine for money. Yet will they lean upon the Lord and say, Is not the Lord among us? None evil can come upon us. Therefore shall Zion for your sake be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. Here Micah is stressing the evil that the leaders are doing, perverting equity, taking bribes, and divining for money. Their actions were not only illegal in the way that we think of them today, but they were also a spiritual affront to the people of God. These leaders were in spiritual positions and looked upon as representatives of God. To do evil in this capacity is especially evil and, and brazen. They take this even further by saying that God will protect them in their evil actions and their abuse of the people. Are they that blind to think that God will allow them to continue in this way? It is difficult to think that they would be that blind. But we have many examples of the same behavior today. In the example of the children disobeying their parents, the children are having a great time while their parents are gone, and they fully expect that their parents will have mercy on them when they come home and see their, their children's tears of regret. Unfortunately for them, though, their parents will see the need to correct them all the more severely because of their love for them. God loves us and will correct us in his time. Similarly here, Jerusalem will be pulled down and will become as heaps of trash in a simple field. God gives us time to repent, but continued evil cannot be tolerated. The last section of today's text, Micah chapter 6, verses 6 through 8, reads, Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He hath showed thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God? In this section, Micah turns his attention from the leaders to the people. Micah seems to be addressing the people's willful disobedience and willful ignorance of what God requires of them. They seem to feel that what God requires of them is too much. Micah starts out with burnt offerings of a year-old calf, then moving to the more expensive thousands of rams, and then to the impossible ten thousands of rivers of oil then to the sacrifice of one's own child. Micah is showing that there is no specific amount that we can give to please God. God already owns everything, and God made everything. How can we impress him by returning to him some tiny portion of what he gave us? God is interested in our hearts. 
what we give him is nothing compared to the condition of our heart when we give it. Moreover, God has shown this to the people in the scripture today. Micah points this out. He says, in my paraphrase, What does God require of us but to do right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God? Let us hear Micah's words today and realize that God is not looking for works. He's looking for hearts that are after him and a relationship with us. Works are the result of an honest heart and the love of God. I wish to close out today with a bonus verse. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John chapter 14, verse 27. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. Please email me at blackheadradio at zohomail.com or call or text me at 832-377-0044 with your request. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I am Kirk Royster, and it has been a privilege to talk with you today. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at 832-377-0044. Or email me at blackheadradio at zohomail.com with Christ Quarter in the subject line. If you enjoy these discussions, please take a minute to text or call me and let me know. It really helps me to stay motivated and to stay on the air. Thank you very much, and I will see you next time, weekday mornings at 1130, here on WCBQ 1340 AM Radio.